0: It's time for Make Us a Mixtape. My name is. <laughs> that was
1: very DJ ish.
0: No, you didn't like it? No, keep going. That oh, we're great. keeping Yeah,
1: yeah, go keep going.
0: Paul Farvar here.
1: Marty DeRosa, 9 a.m. at the boardhead. <laughs> 72 degrees, Chicago. Uh, 25 minutes for the circle to the post office here in the Windy City. And this is Make Us a Mixtape.
0: Just so you know, uh, Marty's album has gone to number one. By the time you listen to this, he's been on iTunes number one for quite some time. And, oh, and yeah, he's it's gonna changed. Stay. It's going to stay
1: number one. For this podcast, a long
0: time. W- we were supposed to start two hours ago. He showed up
1: late. Five minutes late. <laughs> uh, ambulance.
0: He has a posse that's waiting in the other room. I don't like, what do these people do? What do, what do we need them for?
1: I have a uh, one guy who uh, puts <laughs> just for men in my beard. Uh, I have uh, one person who buys me black t-shirts. I have one person. You're who, wearing
0: a red shirt.
1: Well, this is a special Pro Wrestling Illustrated shirt <laughs> available at Pro Wrestling. Tees. Okay, who,
0: who are the rest of the seven people?
1: There's seven. Uh, I've got the guy who keeps my vape pen always charged. Uh, I've got uh, somebody who. Gives me the uh, the run through of all the shows I don't watch. Like they're like, okay, so it's a show about these two guys and they do this thing.
0: Perfect strangers. Right. Yeah,
1: and then uh, I've got uh, I've got one person who's just got the best freaking memory of all things I like. And if I go, what was that thing? He knows right away. We don't even have to Google it, right. but we call him Google Tony. And, uh, and then uh and then and some of these are men or women i'm not i'm not uh
0: yeah, well this posse did have oh what's the woman's role she was the one that's in the posse
1: to just be a strong confident woman that's all that's all i ask of her and just be an example to young girls out there making their way in the world uh
0: <laughs> nice cheers reference yeah yeah um Make us a mixtape. Uh, wh- what do we want to say about all the people that are wanting to be on the show? Here's what I'm going to say.
1: The, the feedback has been insane. Insane. I've been literally getting messaged every Such a great- single day from uh, so many people who want to do this episode, <laughs> who want to do this show. And I, I tell them, I said, listen, we got a long list. We've got a long line, but we're going to get everybody in here. It turns out everybody likes making mixtapes and people like hearing other people's mixtapes mm-hmm. and people you included love shitting on other people's <laughs> musical taste which will bring us all together in the end
0: if you want to here's what we're going to do if you want to be on the show or you have comments or questions about any of the ones we have our email is paulmartymix at gmail.com send us your list of songs and a little brief story about them and we'll either have you as a guest or we're going to talk about your mix too that's a a new segment we're going to come up uh, we're going to come up and do sometime too once Marty uh, has time again I have to run through once I come back down to earth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but enough about uh, the jibber-jabber about yes. this show. We who have cares our-
1: about comedy albums? Let's get to the real albums. The real albums. Musical albums.
0: Matt Druffke joins us. Did I say that right? Matt yes.
1: Druffles. Matt Druffles. Hi. Uh, Matt Druffke. Great. Who, one of the first people to message me about wanting to do this, and it was just like, buddy, I got to get on this podcast, and I knew... Because his musical taste is fantastic, well, and he would be a great guest.
0: He, I, I didn't know what his music taste would be because the only reference I had uh, to his musical taste was Here him shitting on the police. I, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! Unfair! I did you not. You said shit that on they the were.
0: Police. You said that they were appropriately average.
2: I, here's <laughs> what I here's what I said about the police, and I stand by this. Okay, I know you do not agree. Uh, I call it the the police paradox. <laughs> every band better than the police. Is a good band. Mm -hmm. Every band worse than the Police
1: is a bad band. So they're sort of your yeah Mendoza. They're the baseline. Okay. I don't
0: don't even know where to start. I don't know what happened to you that made you not like the Police. I understand with Sting.
2: I don't dislike the police, Paul. But they're not
0: average. They're like a soup. They were the last super band. Okay,
1: Paul. Paul, we we, we literally (laughs) cannot waste any more time. This list is too good. It is a good list. Matt's too great of a guest to waste on you trying to sell the police. That could be a whole. That's One day we'll have a episode. Patreon and it could be a whole Patreon exclusive behind <laughs> a gigantic paywall that you're gonna have to pay a thousand dollars to hear.
0: I've already been talked. I've already been in talks with Stuart Copeland, okay. former drummer of the police, okay. and who's a friend on Facebook, and we are gonna we're gonna address all you haters shortly. Okay, Matt. You're on the list. I uh, come bearing
2: gifts. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay. So this this mix, my five songs are part of a bigger <gasps> twenty three song mix that you put oh, on a wow. CD that I made
1: for you guys. Oh my god! I hope I this th- plays in my DVD player. Because I still make mixes all the time. <laughs> I, I have love it. I have a listen, CD player in my car. Listen, everybody. Hold on.
0: What are you doing?
1: <laughs> That's a CD, a, a real product, live maybe. CD. <laughs>
0: This uh, I'm excited to see what songs didn't make the list, but this list I have strong opinions about. Uh, I would I will, hope so. I, I, will, I was really excited <laughs> about a couple of the songs, and then the other songs which I don't have strong opinions on. I heard you guys talking about before yes. the show, but let's 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 get uh, right into let's it. Right let's into not it. Waste any time. Time. The first song is "Blue" by Jayhawks. Jayhawks. So let's play a couple. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. I love this. I'm driving around Indiana.
2: This song is
0: the mid this song is so midwest. Yeah. Like it's, it's gonna be it. all my friends gone This oh. song oh. is one of the greatest songs of the
1: era. Of, yeah. this, I, of this alt country or just the scene. in general yeah, well the that scene. scene the alt and country just, I
0: remember first hearing the Jayhawks their other song uh, walking on down the road yes. what was that uh, that's not what it's called no, no. but, but uh, that's
1: the line yeah
2: I, now I can't think of the name of the song uh, uh, and my phone is charging somewhere else Um But tell me about
0: that So my story Well, I want to hear yours But I learned I was playing I was learning how to play guitar uh, Back then Okay And uh, that's when I just started Playing in bands And uh, the first song um, That they had I can't think of the name uh, Is that Blue? Waiting for the Sun
2: Waiting for the Sun sun. Yeah It was on Hollywood Town Hall Mm -hmm. It's not on
0: Tomorrow the Green Grass Which is This was three years later 1995 I had just started playing in bands And that intro was like I'm like I got to learn how to play this and it's really learn it's really easy oh, yeah. song to play but they their vocals all that whole band is one of the one of my bands that I say is underrated Jayhawks are one of my favorites so yeah, no, are, I, yeah. I, kudos to you.
2: I had a series of friends uh, in high school who were, they were all older. They were all my sister's age, but uh, my sister was uh, all right with me spending time with them. And that's how I got into bands like the Jayhawks and Wilco and the Lemonheads and kind of that.
0: Did you like Uncle Tupelo too?
2: I, li- I liked Uncle Tupelo, but I got into them okay. later. And like hearing this song takes me back yes. to that time. And there's something that's so... Uh, warm. Uh, uh, like those harmonies come in and the, the, they're so warm. The bridge of that song where they're both singing opposite lines and they're just like seamlessly going over, and, uh, going over and through each other is so beautiful. There's something about that that like takes me back to like feeling like fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, that's the song is is Midwest. Like you're driving on a. Like you're driving on an empty road, uh, you've got the brights on your headlights. You, you know, see that?
1: Me, I'm daytime. When I'm thinking of this, it's daytime. Oh, all yeah, right. it's daytime. <laughs> it's interesting too. Where when I was listening to that, where they do harmonize, and it's just uh, like I'm like, as I heard that, this is where my brain goes. I go, oh, you'd have to not be fucked up if you were in this band when you did this song live. <laughs> so
0: perfect. You yeah. have to
1: be so perfect. Yeah. Well, that's the
0: thing. And and for me, music, uh, Marty and I have talked about this before. Harmonies and vocals are the first thing that catch me in a song. And these guys, all their songs and there it's such a it's such a distinct voice and and fun fact about them as well. You know that these singers from the Jayhawks sing on the Con and Crows album, August and everything
1: I After I that. did not know, Which I also it know that. Which gives extra points with yeah. Paul. Anna
0: begins. Uh, I gotta hear
1: this song live then to see yeah. how they do that. Because you know Matt as a listener of <laughs> make us a mixtape. If Big, you, if you can't do it live don't fucking do it <laughs> And they can do it live Says Dickie Barrett Of the Mighty Mighty Boss town <laughs> Every
2: actually been,
1: episode
0: It's
2: actually been real great Mark Olsen Who is one of the singers mm-hmm. Had left the band for a while And he's now back Yeah So I have wanted to see them live To see if they could pull This off Especially because now that great life. those great live Those, choir, those uh, chorus notes are high mm-hmm. When well, they can get up to that blue uh, so somebody, or, okay,
1: Paul. somebody
0: in the band died though Recently too I think
1: uh, I believe so but I'm not yeah. Hey okay, let's, okay. let's keep it live yeah. yeah 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 Go ahead Marty <laughs> Uh of those bands that your sister's friends, and that's how it usually goes, older siblings, right? Uh, the cool kids, the older kids, they're the gatekeepers, they tell you the bands, were there any of those bands that they were like, Matt, you gotta check out this band, and you were just like, I just don't, I'm not into it, I well, don't get it, I don't I'm feel trying, it.
2: I'm trying like... I never got into Local H as okay. much as I wanted. Like that was one of those. I just bands. performed
1: with them uh, in the winter time <laughs> at, the, uh, at a fest, a festival. <laughs> they play everywhere, dude. Every street fest. <laughs> I love them. I love them. But they were great. It was so fun. And I don't know it wasn't the original drummer, but it just like that, that dude, a drummer, man. Years. That dude, and a drummer, just like holy. When oh, you yeah. played
0: with them, was it just the duo or yeah? It, okay, because sometimes duo. he brings on another yeah. guy. But
1: I like yeah. I think for me, the number one band that i really really tried to get into was like i don't even i think there's a couple bell and sebastian songs i like but no, I, mean, I love bell it was sort of um shit not that it wasn't it's not balanced it's one of those bell and sebastian-y type of bands <laughs> I, I remember Jeff the,
0: buckley
2: no like the guy up. who got me into the the jayhawks and things like that he kept making my sister tapes
1: uh, and I didn't realize that he was trying to have sex with your sister. Totally trying to have sex with my <laughs> but, sister. But he, instead, he made you think he was the coolest. Did he have then, like
0: messages in between, that like I really love you, and then all of a sudden, oh like, no,
2: oh god, that would be no. awkward. He'd be like, Did you make tapes and then do vocal messages for people? I never
0: did the vocal messages, but I think I would do subtle, like you know, they would Have messages. you ever heard
1: that? There's a kid. They found this tape from you, and he's like, "Hello, my future girlfriend," and he like did a oh, whole no. yeah. There's a lot of those out there.
0: I wish I knew If I knew how to do it I probably would have But um, I didn't I didn't do that But I did have subtle messages And there would always be Like three or four songs But I'm talking about cassettes This Mm -hmm. is how big Were these cassettes he was making? Oh yeah
2: These were cassettes
0: Okay okay Um, What's the band you're talking about Now I want to know That you didn't I will find
1: out by the end of the show There There were a lot of bands stay tuned Big cliffhanger At the (laughs) end of the show I will tell you the band That never really did it for me Yeah And I remember buying One of their albums at Borders And being like "All right, here we go and I listened to it And it was just And it was not Bell and Sebastian But it was It was one of Something those bands a, That, that would, they would get Lumped in with
0: so I, have, I have that with, I have that with a lot of bands Especially bands From the 2000s Which uh, The Strokes Were one of the bands That I could never get into But that was later in life I love The Strokes hmm. So too. this is a, So Jayhawks And you guys have never Seen them live They're a no. great band To see live and, they're, and they are In that alt country scene That mm-hmm. first album That came out with them um, The rest of this, this album Tomorrow the Green Grass Is All the way through You can listen to it The first one mm, Not so much But Okay that's my thoughts. There right.
2: is something about those first lyrics about like, where have my friends gone? They've all disappeared. That reminds me about the Chicago comedy scene of like these people who you meet and you become so close with. And there are these connections and then they move, they move to New York or they move to L.A. Or they and get and a
0: it number was, one album on iTunes yeah. and you don't hear they, from them they anymore. Don't re- they, then they show up with seven people.
1: <laughs> I, will, I, I will say <laughs> this uh, for our next song. It was one of those bands that I thought I was just supposed to listen to. Bought the album at a uh, a used CD store, popped it in, and loved it. And this is uh, They Might Be Giants. I've
0: already said my thoughts on this Oh, I've heard. So we're we're going to go right into it. Here we go. Uh, Anna (laughs) Ng, They Might Be Giants.
2: Make a hole with a gun perpendicular to the name of this town in a desktop. Low. Exit wounded. So
0: you went from one of the greatest songs the the that I think have ever
1: existed to one of the greatest songs to that I think <laughs> ever existed to my favorite all time band.
2: I can't. Here's what I, How can a, you go A band better than the police Oh that's That's oh. a
0: complete lie <laughs> That's a complete lie Well here's the thing That I don't understand About the And I and I respect them And I and that's one of those bands I tried to get into Marty And I know you like them Who? But they might be yeah. giants But yeah, like they're great Their lyrics are so jo- Like there's no There's no substance I think the music That they provide And they create Is beautiful mm. But then the lyrics Are just so stupid Like is standable Is Constantinople I mean come
1: on Okay but well, that's not
2: that's I feel like when people talk about they might be giants. Let's go to war right? they talk about Istanbul and they talk about Particle Man which are probably their two most famous songs but I feel like aren't two songs yeah. that represent the band as a whole. Like this is a band with over a dozen records and as I say this I'm now realizing like oh they've made like three children's records. They have um, and they I feel like every
1: album has a goof song I feel like here all and there. their songs are goof songs. No, no. No. Like no, no. Th- I feel
2: like this song specifically is about like like f- realizing that like you have a long great unrequited love in your life like yes. that chorus is just like listen hear my words these are the words uh uh the, the words that like uh i th- that you think i'd say if there was a me for you like it's just something about like this guy and he's got his he's just got an open heart and it's just pouring for this woman
0: i, I think they're mocking the song personally. You know when Blues Traveler made that song The Hook. Hook? Like they were mocking the fact that they can create these they use these big words. That's how I feel about They Might Be Giants. I think they're mocking sincere vocals. I and, disagree. And, and, right. I, and that's and why I, I, I can't get into that. Here's them. what I think Paul. They're hurting my soul.
1: Here's what I think. Uh, not every band is for everybody and I think that they are the police of a certain type of fan. Sure. <laughs> Seriously, you go to their no, shows. No, I agree. Uh, it's, it's a more gentler rock fan who just like, and, and the the clever lyrics and stuff like that, like I, I'm i telling you. They like puns.
0: They I'm like Maria you, Bamford. I get it.
1: Just like every once in a while you hear a lyric that's just like, oh, fuck yeah. I, get, I mean, look at Matt. Matt's a prime example. He's saying there's lyrics in these songs, even the silly ones that, you know, I mean, I know like, and then there's just some songs, like The Sun. That song just fucking rocks. Yeah, absolutely. And The Sun, uh, the first time a guy won the million-dollar question on who wants to be a millionaire, or one of the first t- million-dollar million dollar questions, they ask how far The Sun is. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there with my mom, and I'm just like, 93 million miles. 93 million miles and she's like, how do you know? I'm like, <laughs> I just know. Biased. And then that was the answer. And it was like, <laughs> So oh my you're God. saying,
0: so your argument is that. Uh, you've learned their tidbits that they provided in each of their songs, so now you know that Istanbul was once, once called Constantinople. Constantinople.
1: Even and old New, New York, even old listen- New York was once New York. Amsterdam. Yes,
0: I understand that. I just but
1: think they're great. They have that's not why lyrics. I go to
0: music. I don't go to learn about geography.
1: Right, but I don't go to. I don't go to a steakhouse every day. You know what I mean? Sometimes I go to Jimmy John's, like the Jimmy John's across the street. And I street. get
0: that, and I understand that, and I think there are certain songs that you just—they're like that's—I would say that argument about Fish or Grateful Dead too.
2: I mean, I would—I would say that they might be—they're a band for the misfits, like they're a band for like the freaks and the nerds and the people
0: who all who
2: who don't fit in and who don't have a. I've seen they might be giants. Over 30 times Right And I've seen them In every incarnation From just the the two of them With a drum machine To like With a full band And and a horn set And they You are right The audience is They're
1: trailblazers too Because there might not be Like a Decembris Or a whole bunch Of other bands If it wasn't for They Might Be Giants
2: And it it is one of the few bands have
0: earnest lyrics and stuff like that.
2: I feel I I disagree with you saying that their lyrics are kind of like mocking or or have like a thumb to their nose. Mm -hmm. I do I do feel that when they are bringing and this this song is from the, the second album Lincoln, which is like which is a record about like lost love and divorce and heartache and like you feel that in songs that like continually weave their way. Through a thread. Now, I'll grant it that like they don't just come out and say it, and there certainly are songs that are like sonically weird, but they do manage to always like find a way to like to bring things together. Like I hear this song and I feel like I feel the lost love song in it. I I'm I'm sad you don't. Um, So
0: I I thought it was like a jokey song. That's the way I think of it, and and I think it's a catchy song. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I think they have catchy. Uh, music, yeah. But the lyrics are trite, and they, they just feel like they're mocking like sincere, earnest singer
1: song. Nah, like a birdhouse in your soul. I think that's like a beautiful song. I, mm, a that's a B beautiful in your bonnet, song. like
0: I think they're jokingly. They're that's a perfect example. Of what I'm talking no, about. They're just no, shitting on. No. No. Like real songwriters, but aren't that,
2: there aren't there times when things are so simple that they like provide themselves? Are there, there times once, when you just feel like the beat like what, that you
1: want to be the bee in someone's but body when like he's like, singing
2: it, it Matt, sounds like a joke. One
1: time I heard this guy sing a song, and the lyrics were a da da da, a da da da, a da da. So I mean, you know, we're all we're all out there just trying to do our best.
0: That's like you you cite that that's like one of the worst police songs of all time. <laughs> But like you listen to "So Lonely" and all those songs, you're there stop. with him in the room.
1: Stop! Stop! Stop!
0: But this is—I just—I just feel like—and may, maybe there but are don't some you deep see cuts. that they're But
1: that—but don't you see that a band like they might be giants is just like perfect for somebody. Like that's somebody's hundred oh,
0: percent. I agree, okay. and I—it's I, okay. a great idea. I—I uh, I, I picture the people that are misfits that listen to them that they—they they found the spot that they—they they belong with this. This is they're Here's the joking. Thing.
1: Here's the other thing that I think Paul doesn't like. Uh, these guys are 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 uh, music critics' favorites, and I think. That oh no, I don't you, think you, that you have a, In, You've been at war with music critics no, for for a long time. I love music critics as, a, as, a, what as you a That's I'm, a lie. I'm you, the harshest music critic. You've been at war am, with music critics. Let's, let's be I don't honest, even know where you're
0: t- I I took the d de- Regatas side. Paul on tried to whole... sue
1: Pitchfork. <laughs> Can you believe that? This is, you sued this Pitchfork. Is pure
0: defamation. You sued
1: Pitchfork. I didn't. I've never because they, sued cause they them. gave County Crows August and everything <laughs> after. Uh, four forks. I don't know what the fuck I give. People. <laughs> Do they give forks? I don't know. <laughs> Can I tell you? I saw Counting Crows live. Please tell us everything ago. about it. And and it oh was... yeah, he went to Ravinia and saw them. And right? it was not good. Oh, oh here's the what. Powers I mean. in the dreads. Oh, oh no wait He saw the dreads though, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: He, it was, he cut them right after that show. Alright Paul. No, I I, I would Have never you heard reports. I would never go see Counting Crows again. Now, like I saw them like maybe seven years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, you shouldn't go see a band at the, when they're not good anymore.
2: All right, well, here. Here's, here's issue one with County Crow. So they, this was billed as like a
1: hits tour.
2: Okay. Like, hey. We're going to play all of. We're coming all, to the yeah. we We're bringing the hits. Okay. They played like two hits.
1: Dude. Or like three hits. I saw Tony, Tony, Tony <laughs> uh, in LA. In the good. The Hollywood, I don't know the Hollywood Bowl whatever. whatever. What's the Greek? The Greek? Whatever. But anyway, uh, it was a package tour of all these R&B bands. And it was mm-hmm. like a 90s nostalgia fest on the 4th of July. And Tony, I'm like, dude, Tony, Tony, Tony. He's gonna rip it, everybody. Just wait. These motherfuckers <laughs> played like one hit, and now the lead singer's like jacked, mm-hmm. and he has no shirt. And he was like, "Hey, this is all these sensual songs," <laughs> and everybody's like, "You're not gonna fucking sing the hits." Yeah. What it was such, do they
0: have? I just thought it feels it was one. Good, good. That's one.
1: If I was, if I had no loot, you know the song. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The, I thought they only yeah. had one hit. No, they have that song. I'm uh, talking about no loot. If I had no loot. Mm-hmm. You tell
0: me but counting and crows there and <laughs>
1: and
0: I don't know that song. I, I love it. Feels out. good like that. But then resonates
1: with. But him. then Teddy Riley mm. fucking came out at the end and saved the day. He saved the whole day. Uh, Who's Teddy Riley? Producer extraordinaire. Before there was like the like you know like Puff Daddy, there was Teddy Riley. This dude was in Blackstreet. He wrote like remember the times, all these different oh, songs. Yeah. So he would perform songs that he wrote. And crushed it. Wrote like He'd be like, oh, he wrote that. Oh, shit, he wrote that. Oh, he produced that. And then his own songs. Hmm. It was wild.
0: Well, there you go.
1: The other thing about that County Crows concert is
2: that like, they did not sing the songs the way they were. Like, he was jazzing up his
1: lyrics. Which happens. He does that a I've lot. I've noticed with these people, because I remember the other day, I got on a, the, with the song Hook that you mentioned, because there was an article, the AV Club has a great article about Hook, where it reads it and it's just like, oh, wow, this is what it is. The blues traveler, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, so I was like watching a couple of their videos on YouTube and I watched them do a live version of runaround mm-hmm. and now it's just like so different, but it's like, of course you've had to sing this song. 8 mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just times. trying
0: to make it interesting. I was just going to say the for same them, thing. Yeah. Sure.
2: But like, yeah, but who is your obligation for it at some point? You know what I mean? Like at some point. They're
0: still playing the song in their mind. They are just, they're updating it, especially those but people. But if it is
1: so different where you're just yeah, like, no, come on, this yeah. isn't.
0: I Man. saw I was I did that festival innings fest with blues traveler my best friend it, that's his favorite band so yeah as a we got to watch them on the side of the stage so I saw them do all their songs and it's just watching people <laughs> maybe. go apeshit maybe no they them did all their songs. what was there? they did do all their hits they had other the,
1: they hits. Had other the, songs. The, songs. oh the horde fest that yeah. was like yeah big todd and the, the monsters and was, yeah.
0: black crows was on yeah. the horde horde mm-hmm. fest was great mm-hmm. Yeah. counting crows live. Yeah, I mean, and, it's, and also, it's like a, it's a different lineup,
1: too. What did right? they close with?
2: Uh, they closed with, uh, boy, I'm trying to remember now. Mr. Jones? Uh, no, Mr. No. Jones. Anna begins. No. It's not Anna. Murder Probably of One. Frickin <laughs> it, might have been some, it might have been a Murder to of One.
1: Pay pay now, Murder of One's like a poppy. Yeah It's like a poppy punk song
2: But the funny thing is my, I took my wife to see them A couple years ago They are her favorite band Yeah
1: And they did all the hits And yeah. new stuff And I was like Well what
0: do you call the hits Because I feel like Everything on that album On August and Everything I, Here's after, what I call the hits If you go
1: on iTunes And you bring up the band And those first ten songs Those are the hits
0: but that August and Everything After, if she's a huge Counting Crows fan, mm. every al- every song on that album is a banger.
1: And they played like
2: seven of those. But then there's also stuff so on that second record like oh. Long December and Angels of the Silences. You can go to Hang It Around from the third record. We'll go deep on Counting yeah. Crows. Right, right, right. Uh, um,
1: My friend John has insisted that <laughs> no matter when he dies, he wants Long December played at his funeral. Because <laughs> he just thinks it'll make everyone cry.
0: It's such a good album. Yeah. Uh, Recovering the
1: satellites. Yeah.
0: That's. Did they play Recovering the satellites?
1: They did not. No. That's like that's one of my
0: favorite songs. It was no songs. hits.
2: They that's not a, a hit. They though. They played four songs. I yeah, I've never heard it.
1: I've never heard the song Recovering. I didn't know that was <laughs> it's, a song. It's uh, <laughs> gonna get back to
2: basics.
1: Yeah.
0: Na 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 na. Okay. Well, whatever. Adam Duritz. Uh, yeah. You, there's a certain time you just can't see. You can't see an artist after. Well after their prime But
1: see But see They might be Giants live I did my son (laughs) last year It was great You are a fan Of the Hey we're playing Every song on this album Tour I've dug Yeah I'm on
2: Like I'm into that Because I think That that's a fun way like uh, Riot Fest just got over this yeah. weekend, and there were a, bu- a bunch of bands that just did. like the Flaming Lips did a record yeah. in its entirety. Yeah. Dashboard Confessional did a record. I think Slayer did a record in its entirety. And if they're just like, this is what we're doing, and you go and you see that, but it would like so when you say the hits, I expect to hear hits.
1: Do do people still scream, sing all the lyrics to the Dashboard Confessional songs? Oh, I
2: hope so. That's you know, a band be, that you I know can what get would be into. so
1: interesting is that one MTV unplug that he did where it's just like insane. I remember oh, my, yeah. me and my roommate were watching it we were like, holy shit, this is like a cult. Yeah, He doesn't even need to be there. No, really. no. And uh, I, w- I would love to do a follow-up of like everybody then and follow him now and be like, I remember when you sang at that? <laughs> Taylor Swift apparently paid him a fuckload of money to play her birthday party just in her living room What's with her guy's and What's this guy's name again? Chris, Chris Caraba or something. Carrabba, yeah. yeah, still looks great. He looks great Oh yeah Guy's an aged What the fuck Okay What album
2: did they play? Uh, Places They Come To Fear The Most mm-hmm.
0: Is that the one with the one song? Screaming like? at Fidelities. Yeah. Yeah. Screaming at finales is a good song oh, but a I, that was, That's an it's album we record. talked about too Where it's like I didn't like the rest of the record But yeah. whatever let's, let's Speaking of hey, albums Let's get that, electric uh, Let's get electric Here's man. a band uh, All My Friends Your next song is mm. All My Friends LCD Sound System Let's play a, a tidbit of this song Um it's a my, seven Let me get minute.
1: out my keyboard here.
2: It's a real long track.
0: Seven minutes forty-one seconds.
2: Yeah. Get a sandwich.
0: I feel like the intro people yeah. still won't yeah. remember yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but also, we're going to run out of time with just this. <laughs> well, okay, we can talk so about like it. A guy we'll, dicking around we'll get, a back to,
0: we'll get back to this in a minute when he's. Done I normally
2: hate really long songs. Yeah. Uh, but I, there's something about. What the song builds to, and where yeah. the bass comes in, where the drums come in, and then where he starts singing. Uh, that I, I tell us
0: what, what part you want us to listen to, when, uh, and when it comes up, <laughs> we got ten minutes. No
2: worries. Yeah, it's in about Go it's, ahead, about, it's in about five and a half minutes. Yeah, I don't okay. worry.
1: His songs though. Uh, I can take him very long I, I don't mind I, I, I'm i a huge I, I just got into LCD Sound System mm-hmm. I just got into them. People are obsessed with I those. remember that The documentary yeah. Play the Hits would be on Netflix and I, and I love music documentaries And I tried to watch it And I'm just like Man, I don't give a fuck about this But as I got I, I read Meet Me in the Bathroom mm-hmm. Yeah And they He comes off pretty good in that and i was like oh, you kind okay. he came
0: off good in that book? i
1: think so i mean huh. well but here's the thing too I, I was like oh i'm really into great this. book by
0: the way meet me in the bathroom no, did you book. tell me about it or yeah, did I, I tell you about, about it that, uh,
1: and then you t- <laughs> oh no you told me about it yeah but then i told you about everything else <laughs> uh <laughs> um such a great book but uh i mentioned that i'm i'm getting into lcd sound system and i have a friend uh who's a uh dj in new york and he sent me an article that he wrote about how, like, LCD Sound System just, like, stole all this from the gay DJ subculture or whatever time. of New York or whatever. It's like, no, yeah, maybe. Um, I, 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 what's your—are
0: are you obsessed with this song or just LCD I love, Sound System?
2: I love the band in general, but this—I okay. mean, to me, this is the best thing. That, Do you say the band they... or him? What's his he, name, Murphy? James Murphy. James Murphy. Uh, I, he has always claimed that, like, it's a, it's full, a full band, band. experience. Okay. okay, Uh Though I th- I think, at least on the first couple records, it's he's, just He's him. playing everything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this so song, we'll go they-them. And the producer this. guy. We'll go, we'll go they-them <laughs> with this. This song, to me, it's LCD's best song. And, like, it's... I, as you will find as you get deeper into the mix yeah. that I've made yeah this is it's just it's a triumphant song it's a joyous yes. song it's a song that like looks back on things fondly yeah. it, in a, in a lot of ways it's it, there's a very antithesis to blue where blue kind of looks back on things yes. with like a longing this is just like life is great life was great life is still great like I wouldn't change anything I did it's so wonderful and, and that
1: is, I think with LCD Sounds is like regardless of hey did he Take music from whatever cultures or whatever Uh, appropriation. Wow, that would be the first time that happened, didn't you? I think this dude. Yeah, I don't know why a guy doing it. (laughs) I think that this guy has like mastered making uh, electronic music, but like the song has a message and Mm -hmm. a story, a story too. And man, if you want to have your fucking heart ripped out, the video for "Oh Baby." Oh yeah! Holy shit! It's Paul. It's fucking beautiful. Okay. It's beautiful. Is, is
0: it James it's LCD sound yeah, system yeah it's
1: beautiful see
0: here's my thing I, I don't I, I know a lot of my friends who are obsessed with them and didn't he do like a, a finale tour yeah, the and, and then they and they a big back. show at
1: Madison Square Garden yeah. he came back after that yeah he came know, back of course
0: because
2: this was uh, the, he made three records and was like I'm making no more records
0: yeah he said that and then he came
2: back and was like I'm gonna make two more records right
0: he did it at the Metro they had some big shows there yeah. for him and everything and I get it like I, I see the, the thing. I never got into him. I'm not but I, it's not like a
1: electronic a music in general
0: I think what happened was at that time when they were big, where he was growing. I was like a musician. I was like a purist. I'm like, you know what? They're they're ruining the live guitars and the real they stuff. Have all that. I know, but it was it was based in electronica, right? And so I didn't like it, and it turned me off. And I, and I don't. After reading the book, I mm. had like more respect for him, and uh, and that scene. And then I got into a couple of their songs, but like the way that people are so loyal to LC, LCD Sound System, mm. I respect that. Yeah, but it's not like something like. They might be giants. Right, I have a hatred for. I, I I respect their music. He's a
1: good producer. I, after reading that book, also, I don't. I mean, I think I think he's great. And but I that, uh, was it losing my edge? Yeah. Why is that such a huge song? I don't know. Is it because
0: I only listened to that song after the book to yeah. try to figure out what the fuck remember, the story was? I mean, same same like, feeling.
1: They're just like, and then losing my edge came out, and New York was never the same. I'm I need not like, give that okay. Idea here's the thing I might think because you know like a lot of times movies get nominated for Academy Awards when it's about writing mm-hmm. or journalism yeah maybe that's it it's kind of this like almost like a a musical uh thing about it might be like a musical thing about like you know oh this is about music so they love it I don't know I,
0: I don't. I didn't. I didn't know the song until I read yeah. the book. Yeah. Then I went on YouTube and I listened. I was like, "What the
1: fuck?" I like. I mean, it's an interesting yeah. song. It's funny. It's like interesting. They're my. Like, they're my like music. Fun. I put on. Funny. I put them on in my apartment when I'm doing stuff. You're mm-hmm. keep getting buzzed in. That's all right. all right. That's how Paul's dedicated oh this podcast. Gosh. Everybody, he's getting buzzed. Can't he's, in one of
2: your seven people. He's get just that saying, Nah, man. Someone.
1: Nah. <laughs> Did we double book? Do we have a famous uh, no. local? So it Celebrity showing up.
0: It's like oh. Look at this, James Murphy.
2: There's a a lyric from this song I keep coming back to where it says, uh, I wouldn't trade a stupid decision for another five years of life. And that's that thing where it's like, oh, my gosh. Especially, like, as I'm getting older, as my son's getting older, that's just something that, like, you hold on to, that concept of, like, look, I've made a lot of dumb mistakes. I've screwed a lot of things up. But... Uh, everything got me to where I am. Now. Yes, and I think part of that for me is I realize like I'm in a happier place now. Yeah, I'm in a better place. Like I'm as happy as I've. I've do ever you find? Been.
1: Do you find that as you've entered your 40s, you are now uh, more susceptible to a nostalgic lyric? Oh, or absolutely! To a, oh like, my god, absolutely! Every once in a while, I'll just be like, if people <laughs>
2: fuck
1: <laughs> you, got me there." <laughs> yeah, good. A good lyric will get you like that, and I'm, I'm, I'm really. Uh, and I think because I'm I'm reading uh, a, a new book right now that I'll grab my bag. We're in a still second. 20
0: minutes into the song, but it's called. It's, <laughs> but it,
1: it talks about it's a third done, don't nostalgia worry. and music. And yeah. you mentioned the, for the first song, your, your Jayhawk song about being like, I listen to that song and it takes me back to that time in my life. Yeah. And you know the critics will like argue like you just like the song because you had a good time in your life at the, you know what I mean. Or but it's like or a bad time. Or but I mean it's
0: from, it's that's it brings you back. Yeah. You know, I don't know
1: why anybody would spend so much time. Because there's like this fight with music critics about like nostalgia and like, oh, you just like that because of this, which is always so fun Who when cares? you're like, I like this, and they go, you just like it because of this. It's why like, does it matter? Fucker, yeah. Don't tell me why yeah. I like something.
2: And also, it can still be a good song. Like it can do two things at the same time. That's all. Something the point can, of music. Something can simultaneously uh, remind you of a time when like you heard that song and stuff felt great and things like that, and uh, and also
1: just absolutely rip. Yeah. The current book I'm reading right now is called Retromania. Uh, pop culture's addiction to its own past. Oh, and uh, the reason why I was reading that was because I was reading uh, Chuck Klosterman essay. And he talked about how that, that author, my favorite author, that author, Great mentioned author. the author of "Meet Me in the Bathroom" and "Everybody Loves Our Town" about Nirvana, about grunge in the '90s and the New York in the that's 2000s. The book I got. You told me about. And both authors were like, "That's what our book's about." <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> don't you bring up nostalgia? So well, I mean,
0: that's the thing. It, that's it's a soundtrack of your life, and that's that. Who cares why you like it? It's a yeah. fucking song mm-hmm. that you enjoy,
1: and one but of the some reasons th- some
0: stuff doesn't doesn't hold up have right. you tried to listen to stuff from sure. like your past and you're sure like, Ugh, oh and yeah I really absolutely. listen to this a
1: cool way to bridge the past to the present is a cover song and oh, Matt's yeah. next song is a cover song and let's, I fucking love I've it I've
0: never heard this version of Dancing in the Dark uh, by the Downtown Boys Downtown Boys
1: um, I can't wait I have so many looks, questions yeah, so, <laughs> I didn't want to look up too much about this band so many questions okay
0: let's, uh, let's I play a bit let's
1: hit it Paul yes toes tap
0: the royalties to of this song for playing it anyway because totally butchered it well,
2: oh okay. no sir
0: so, so tell us about uh, obviously Dancing in the Dark the Bruce Springsteen great song. song great yeah. song um, okay. I do love when people cover Bruce Springsteen in a new genre that's like one of my favorite favorite things okay but tell us why I, this song is on your five
2: I love covers that transform a song That where they take a song and it's not just like a straight a cover, you're doing something new and interesting with it. Downtown Boys, a very uh, political uh, uh, five or six. Who are they? I've never even heard of them. They're from Rhode Island. They are super political. They had uh, a great record uh, come out last year uh, that was very much like a full attack of the of the Trump administration. But they do it in like this full like six piece. Uh, rock and ska and punk elements to it. Well, what did the are Trump they all administration
1: do wrong? I don't know. That's you know,
2: cool. are they ska band? Is that what I they are? Call them ska. I would call them a punk band. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh,
1: I I, do I would not... say a punk band with ska influences roots. Well, yeah. Influences. I mean, you have that.
2: I think that I think whenever you hear a saxophone, uh, you're like, oh, no, no, no,
1: no. I don't even think that. <laughs> I just think the like the beat is just like. What would the Boston just say? It's it. Dickie would approve <laughs> Dickie would go Yeah I, I like just that. a Good band do you, I don't know why My Dickie's all of a sudden Not from Boston
0: Do you uh, a good band Do they have other songs That you like That are um, that are not covers yeah, they, Like the one yeah, you talked yeah, about they, they,
2: uh, they, uh, The first song On the last record Is called A Wall Which is all about Building a wall Which I don't know If you heard oh. kind of a big deal uh, yeah. And um, But I just I love that Like this song Like They find a way To like take The kind of like hardship in it, but they also are like celebrating they understand it's a love song, but that also it's a love song from a guy who like is is broken and and beaten and having time and like You can do that in the Bruce way of just being like, like, or you can like, you can scream about it. And I think that there is, there's something very therapeutic to that. So like, I've certainly felt that way before. Sure. Like to me, when I, when I would envision like how I feel in the song, it's coming across that way
1: more than it is how Springsteen does it. Paul, how do you feel about uh, the lead singer's voice?
0: I, I think it's it kind of annoying But I, 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 I
1: l- Let me tell you do this Do you have to be a good singer To be a good front man Or front woman of No a not
0: necessarily And and But that's the thing is I do like Like you said I like that they've changed it mm-hmm. And it's it's very interesting to me But after like Listening to it a couple times Her voice got a, no- a little
2: annoying to I me I
1: super understand See, that See I think the more I've listened It's gotten more Scrulled like on you I like this yeah. and, I'm, and I'm gonna listen to more Which is a treat
2: I'll tell you why I came Here's to that Here's the part I didn't
0: like Let's Oh, see, I like this part. But then when she starts doing, like... It sounds like she's mocking.
2: That's it's pretty Yeah. Hold nice. on, hold on. Is that, like, really her voice? Yeah. That's every song. Yeah.
1: This sounds is per, uh, no, this is she sounds like so if good. the girl
0: from Four Non Blondes got wasted and,
2: like... <laughs> This is like hey, play. that's a pretty good. That yeah. is a pretty
1: good toast. I like that. But it, it does feel like she's trying to like catch up. And yes, like. I yes. that's the fun. Like, I love it. Like a Jeff Rosenstock, it, it reminded yeah. me of Jeff Rosenstock a lot. Mm. Of just like who's this, Jeff Rosenstock? A fantastic musician. Uh, just I, kind of a
2: post punk singer. Oh, you know, okay. So Solo records. guy.
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. And but it's just like. Uh, I mean, he's got a great band too, but it's, it's the Jeff, it's just, you know, he's the whatever. Don't make it weird uh, for everyone else in the band listening <laughs> in their van right now. But, uh, but yeah, he's another guy who doesn't have, the, it's one of those, you listen and you're like, fuck, could I front a band? Is that, <laughs> but it's like, they're just so they own, oh, they, they're like, I'm going to use what I got. This is what it is. If you like I it, respect like the
0: it. Uh, listen, it's not a thing like they might be giants. Totally different where I, <laughs> I, I well, you said don't that. I don't. Mouth. Mouth. I'm saying I like I I respect what they've done with that song especially uh-huh. that they've made it their own like yes. that's like it's so hard to take something that's it's like it's putting like new rims on like a on a Ferrari you don't do that but they did it they changed the song that's already great and made it made it their the, own and this I was the last
2: that. song that was the last song that I had decided it was going to go in the mix and it's cuz I saw the movie Blinded by the Light I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't it. seen it. It's about a a, a Pakistani oh, yeah. high Saw schooler the poster, in the eighties who like gets turned on to Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen. Yeah. And as he's listening, you see the lyrics like explode around him. It's mm. made by the same woman who made uh, "Bend It Like Beckham." Yes. And watching him uh, like be enveloped by these Springsteen lyrics, and even and then at that point, even all of his friends are like, "Springsteen's fucking lame." Like, why are you into this? Um, Did you like Springsteen as a kid? I, I was a little too young. Yeah, you know, because I was. Well, because
0: you had an older sister. How much older is she than uh,
2: you? I have a sister that's two years older and a sister that's five years older. And neither of them were really into. Yeah, my my
0: brother was anti Bruce Springsteen, so I didn't get into him until later in life. My brother
1: was. Into it? Yeah, big time. And I remember being like, okay. Mm. Like, I never. But I remember uh, probably hearing just the songs from the radio. So now, when I go back and listen to stuff, or I listen like Nebraska or something like that, I'm just like, "Oh I'm wow, dig it. the
0: deep cuts." Yeah,
1: but this might sound weird. So to watch that character.
2: Uh, to watch what those lyrics meant to the character, it looked like that song sounded uh. like we're like it was just it was a it's a like that song is just a fight it's a firework on a treadmill like and it's just it's catching up with you and there is rage but there's also just like joy and love like there is something behind it like and and it's telling you like look get on board or we'll see you in three minutes and yeah. there's, I I love stuff like that oh man.
1: Yeah I I bet bet there's bands Who had them open For them and they were like Oh fuck How do you follow that Oh fuck
2: Have you Who is I was thinking about this recently Is there a band
1: that you Or is there a concert you saw Where like the opener Just blew I famously have told this Story in the podcast uh, Smash Mouth Blew (laughs) Dude, Smash Mouth, I don't think this probably, this might not have aired yet. I went and saw Sugar Ray, Marty would have known. Sugar Ray I at the, the Metro yeah. when they were uh, fresh Fly? off their Howard Stern and Fly. And they were like, you know, they played the warp Tour. I was like, let's go see Sugar Ray. Yeah, yeah. And we went and saw Sugar Ray and this new paid band. paid for a ticket. Yeah. And this new band called Smash Mouth opened for them. Sugar Ray could not follow them and even said, you guys would probably rather... Smash Mouth come back out and everyone cheered.
0: <laughs> What's funny about Smash Mouth, which is their horrible band by the way, is what I'll stand by. Uh the uh I was in Los Angeles for shows recently and then a friend of mine was like, "Hey, there's this band that's playing in uh, Newport Beach. It's like members of Smash Mouth. I'm like, why are Smash they advertising? <laughs> why are they advertising that they're like, she's like, no, they're like really good. It's like, like the members musicians. of Smash. Mouth. Yeah, but like, why would you want to be affiliated with that? Wow. If you're going to be wow. playing original music,
2: that'd be great if there's a rule in music where like if a band didn't fully reform, you had to have Gary Shrine. Or Gary Shriver,
1: That's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's are you, a, are you know? a Me First in the Gimme Gimme gang? I love yeah, me first yeah, in that's the That's just, gimme just gimme. so fun to just put some fun covers on.
0: Yeah, what great... do they cover?
1: Everything. That, uh, Jesus. It's, so what it's, have they not it's covered? It's Fat
2: Mike and then a bunch of the Fat Record people. And they've. Every record Punk, is. Punk Rock
1: and Rollers, Paul. Uh,
2: well, every, every record is a cover record of a genre. So oh, there's cool. country, there's show tunes. Yeah. Uh, there's, their live album is great where they play a kid's bar mitzvah. That's And amazing. everyone
1: hate oh fuck yeah <laughs> Well, it's not old town road or whatever that they want to
0: you know who does a good speaking of covers and the Bruce Springsteen cover is Harmar Superstar he does some great covers at his shows too and he did uh he did a prince song um that I was like holy shit i think he did oh, man i don't remember but Eels, it was ro-
1: never take the place of your man that's uh, one of my favorite covers oh, yeah, of all absolutely. time before I forget, I have I have figured out the band that I forgot. Uh, hold it, I, hold it for the. Oh, okay, okay. Don't let me forget, man. It was,
2: oh. was also a great cover of uh, "Can't Help Falling in Love." With yes, you. they do. And my damn wife I w- and I always
1: dance to that at our wedding. Oh, that would have been awesome. And "Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover" yeah. by Sophie B Hawkins. Mm-hmm.
0: Damn oh, such yeah. a good song. My what was the and first I, song that you said that they cover? Uh,
1: Who sings that I could never take the place of your man by Prince. By Prince. Oh, Prince. Okay. Uh, we, my girlfriend and I. The other night were very high, and we got down a rabbit hole of watching Annie Lennox videos. Oh, which if you walking have, so you, glass, dude, man. Eurythmics, dude, too? no more. I love you. Some, this lady, I mean, unbelievable. But then we got into a Sophie B Hawkins wormhole. I mean, she's just two two, two main ones. But uh, I remember that that Eels version that I got on Napster, such so a good. fan.
0: Well, the the Eurythmics, those videos were ahead of sure. their time too. Sure, with her and uh, Dave Stewart. Yeah, and Dave Stewart did a lot of stuff post uh, Eurythmics too that people don't know about too. I just don't remember right now
2: what it is. Okay, yeah, Eels were I'm sorry, Eels were the weirdest concert I ever saw. Which one? Cuz had uh, been to It would've those. been 2004, would have been Meet the Eels. I I here they were at Park West. I saw it I saw that one. Yeah, where the opening act was a documentary about the guy's father. Yeah,
1: his dad is a genius uh engineer. Yeah, and like did you go to that uh, show? Yeah, and then his sister. Do you remember the Tori Amos story? Yes, <laughs> I told that on the podcast yeah, yeah. too. And
2: then yeah, and then he would stop in between the middle of songs to do readings from his book.
1: Like yeah, that was. <laughs> I brought a date to that one, and she was just like, mm, "It was fine." <laughs> I saw that dude at a restaurant in LA one time, and he uh, was uh, that Electroshock Blues was mm-hmm. like the album I listened to nonstop when my mom Did and sister passed away. And I was so- gonna be like, "Man, should I just like buy this guy's dinner?" I don't want to say anything. And then I was just like, no, "I'll just get out of here." Ah, i didn't regret Never, that for I, the I, rest did. Of your life. I did. I do. But now that I'm number one on iTunes, I'll probably <laughs> send him a, a, a note. Mark just Oliver so
2: Ever, <laughs> come on the podcast. Uh, all right, we're down to the, uh, the finale. The
0: finale. Cool. This, did, this theme, the did
2: this
1: this five song mix have like a theme?
2: I so when I make mixes, I pick. I pick one song that I'm going to build the mix around. Okay. And then from there, I kind of figure out what the rest of the songs Is are. Is that song
1: always number one? No. Okay. Uh,
2: in fact, and the song I picked was All My all my Friends was the first song that I knew had to go on this mix, the LCD song. Okay. Uh, and then I was thinking a lot about like songs... Uh, um, Songs of like triumph and songs of joy, songs that maybe kind of take me back. I was thinking a lot about our friendship, which is now a a dozen years old. I was thinking about the friendship at Paul that we've had, which is five years going now. It was also weird that when I drove here, I passed by the Edge Comedy Club. So like while I was listening to this Edge
0: Comedy Club in...
1: uh, It it was the Chicago Center for Performing Arts. Now it's some mega church. That uh But like it's
2: a spot where we can always go up every Friday or Saturday, sometimes yeah. twice. And yes. uh and
1: like Friendships performed.
2: Yeah. And yeah. it just and it just it was making me think about like all of this old time in comedy. And so that is what I built everything around. Uh it ends this is the, the last track on the five song mix is the last track on the big mix. And uh and it's I it's, cannot wait to listen to this. Road I wish I enjoy Bright oh, Eyes. There you go. Let's listen to a little bit of this.
1: Is this the final song on this yeah, album? Yeah, the final
2: song on this record. Nice.
0: This feels like it's been in a soundtrack.
2: It could be. This could end
1: most movies. Absolutely. This is where the guy's finally like, oh, fine got to run to her. He's, I, I, picture, I, a I picture a bicycle. people running. I picture a bicycle sure. chasing her. But then a car comes in and it hits the button. He's like, oh, I don't need I like, keep I got yeah.
2: yeah.
0: So tell us, so this is the, what, what is your uh, affiliation? Is it, are you more into this song or just Bright Eyes? I love both? Bright
2: Eyes. Bright Eyes okay. is one of my favorite artists. Uh, and it's funny because I liked him um, Connor Oberst Yeah, I loved Connor Oberst Even when everyone around me Was like This guy's a clown And I don't like his music People I, hated him Basically right? making hate him. Basically making The exact same Statements you would make About They might be giants About just like <laughs> Everything's
0: going back To the uh,
2: About like, like What do his lyrics mean And he's just kind of like He's not really saying anything And it's just snarky uh, But I found That passion And that emotion Like In those lyrics In his voice Uh like it is not a traditionally good singing voice, but I man is a good
1: voice. But man his He makes heart, it work.
2: Like his heart is in it. Like uh,
1: when he screams, like, let's fuck
2: it up, boys. Let's make, make some that noise. noise. That's uh, awesome. Did,
0: what do you think of all his side projects, though? Doesn't he have, like, a
1: well, 80 of them? he does a whole bunch of stuff. And the, the I love this album. Mm. I love. I remember I dated this girl, and she was like, "Oh, that album's trash. And I was like, oh, maybe it's trash. But I'm wide like, awake. No, this is so I'm great. Wide awake, it's morning. But, so he put out that. He put out and he that, an and he put out crackers. Digital Ash and a Digital Urn. He put them both out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I remember we saw him in concert, me and my roommate at the time. And he just did songs. He did the whole digital album, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I was just like, "That was a that was a that was a little bit of a bummer," because yeah. I love so many songs off this album. This is this is like start to finish. This is his best. One record. of one of my oh, favorites, so and one of his best. Yeah,
2: and it's got that great. None of us none of us know how this is gonna start. We're gonna make a goddamn certain. Yes, how it's gonna end. This like, yeah. He's, this is the cry. Like this is the this is the call of action. This yes. is the cry to war. Yeah. And I there's something about like. It just gets your heart going. Like, yeah,
1: there's a couple songs like that on this album, and uh, but this one is like such an awesome, definitive. Like there, there had to be no choice to put this last. Oh yeah, this is like the last song. Oh, and absolutely, it's so good. It's
2: such a yeah. It, lyrically, it's wonderful. The voice is wonderful. Bringing the horns in, having everything come to this mm-hmm. big crash. Uh, it. I mean, there's just something that's so wonderful about how that feel. Like it feels like. Uh, I was thinking about this song. Uh, my wife and I went to the. Grand Canyon with my son, and then the next day we're like, We're gonna go see the sunrise. And my son's like, When we gotta get up? And we're like, Three, and he's like, No, nah. yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna stay in the hotel. We're like, Cool, because we, we don't want any, I don't want to hear loud sounds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, No, but, the sun's up. But like, as and for the right, had you asked me five months ago if people need to go to the Grand Canyon, I'd be like, It's a hole, like, whatever, who cares? And now that I've seen it, I'm like, Everyone needs to go. I want to go, it's on my bucket list once yeah. in their life, okay, and to watch. To watch the sun, like f- to watch the light, like fill in the canyon as 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 it just slowly rolls out. I had the song going on through my head. Mm. I had that guitar, like I love it, and it it was it was a very it was a very religious moment. Like it's a okay. very spiritual thing. I love I, that. Yeah, and I love. So I've been cutting. As soon as we heard that, then on the way on the way back from the Grand Canyon, I'm like we we
1: need to listen to this record a few times. So cool! I uh, imagine uh, a dad playing like that's fucking wild. I imagine a dad being like, "We got to listen to this," and puts this on. What a world! My dad would be like, "We're putting on the news news talk radio <laughs> the whole way to Florida." You know what's
0: funny is like growing up, I would always. Question why my dad would play like WBM or yeah. WGN News and now like when I'm in my Car like I love listening to the news Like uh, I love listening to the, well I like listening To talk radio yeah. you know what I mean mm. but my Dad would all that's all I'd be like Anything but this like I just want and then like oh, We would fight for the control of The
1: that like, lyric in there I'd be a Famous singer if I had someone else's voice uh, and Stuff like that uh, like uh, I just love Those things of like clearly that's something he thinks about Like yeah I have these great lyrics why the fuck Aren't I the biggest thing in the world <laughs>
0: I just, I, I, I respect Bright Eyes. I like them a lot. And I like, there's a lot of their songs I like, but they remind me of Iron and Wine. Do you guys? Another band I
2: enjoy. Th- I love I enjoy, Iron and Wine.
0: Yeah. And uh, and I and I remember there was a song by them, Trappy singer, singer or Swinger, that uh, I thought was Bright Eyes. And I remember this was before like Shazam. I like, they were in a, it was in a movie called In Good Company. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be a Bright Eyes fan now. And like, I couldn't find the song. And everyone's like, uh, that's Iron and Wine. So, but I like him. I just don't have the, the love that you guys have for, for Connor Oberst. Are you
1: still, I mean, obviously he's put out a bunch of albums, but, uh, did you he
2: he put out a record this year with uh, with Phoebe Bridgers under a different name? Uh, yeah, they did a tour. The name
1: of and uh, okay.
2: and I love the record. It's I and probably my favorite record of the year so mm.
1: far. Um, yeah, because it's one of those where it's like I I I'm pretty sure I he was checked just out at Lincoln next, Hall with her. I with, checked out the next album, but I, I checked out at some point. But this is the album yeah. that I'm. And then like, yeah, it's 2005.
2: Then, this album and then yeah. a couple years ago I had a record that was just him and a piano that I really enjoyed as well. Um, Ooh. So yeah, I, he's been a guy he's been a guy where like he has kind of like slipped away, but then I'll i I'll read I'll read in some like magazine or I'll read online that like, oh Oberst making this new record. I'm like, Oh I better listen to this.
1: He's an yeah. opportunist,
0: he'll find a way to get oh, into it. Yeah. I mean feature.
1: all the songs on iTunes of his, like in the top songs, are all from this album. Oh uh, it's yeah. like the top ten is just all these all <laughs> these songs. But they're great. This mm. this album is just fantastic. It's good. He's I'd good. like to
2: go to Omaha and try and find him Because I know that's where he's from And where his record label is from
1: Zach Peterson will take care of all that I know so I, make it happen. <laughs> that's my, I think. <laughs> I, Shout I, out I think to I, comedian
2: I, Zach Peterson I have a family in Omaha So I, well, the last time I went I tweeted Zach I'm like I need to meet Conor Oberst
0: One of the worst songs on the Con and Crows album Is Omaha by the way August and Everything After
2: Oh, wrong. oh, wow. oh I love that song no, It's a good Omaha. song it's somewhere I don't, in, I don't Do they play that? Uh, but yeah, I believe they did. <laughs> <laughs> Everything revolves around. How do they go
1: somewhere in Middle America and they gave everyone a thumbs up? That's like everyone whenever the All Trio plays uh, in Chicago In any line, any song, Chicago which most reference. they say Chicago in, and most old songs. <laughs> it's like whenever they the whole crowd just goes Chicago.
0: That's when uh, when Billy Corgan does "In the City by the Lake." Yeah. Everyone goes apeshit. Nah, that's kind of a kind of a hack line.
1: I think that's a great line. Yeah. Actually, no, no,
0: no. I'm saying hack oh. at a show to get a quick applause. But that is break. a great line, lyric, though. Right? Oh, mm. can't yeah. love the pumpkins. You know what's funny? We've had this. We've had this podcast for a while. Not one smashing pumpkins. Not song. one.
1: I finally showed uh, my girlfriend also, and again, we were aggressively high. Uh, which is my <laughs> which my we favorite don't condone
0: term. here in the podcast.
1: Yes, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's gonna be legal. Well, it's fine if you're a, a, until a
0: January first.
1: Fifteen or older, go crazy. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but we. She had never seen the video for Tonight Tonight, and she was blown away by because we'd seen the documentary. Oh, that's so good. Have you seen the documentary Beauty Is Embarrassing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what is it? It's the it's the guy who did all the art for Tonight Tonight, and he was on Pee Wee's. He did all the art for Pee Wee's Playhouse. He's like a puppeteer. He's everything. Musician, just everything. And he has this documentary called Beauty is Embarrassing, which is on, just search it. It's on one of the mm-hmm. Amazon Prime or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fantastic. And she'd be like, oh, I love his work. And I was like, you've never seen Tonight Tonight. And she's like, no. And my favorite thing, like I just showed her that uh, the uh, LCD-C sounds LCD sound system, oh baby video. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I love being like, it's a video. video. It's so quick. It's like, it's not like a movie where you're like, you gotta see this three hour yeah. movie. It's a video, three minutes. Yeah. You're gonna love it. But um, man, just I'll watch it.
0: I, and you know, tonight, tonight is that's a cool video. I just I didn't yeah. like the song. I like that. I liked the, so many other songs what on you that like album. About tonight, tonight. First of all, I think the, one of the greatest albums of all time. We can get into this. Is is uh, Siamese Dream? Okay, right before that album. Okay. So I just didn't really get into that album. Um, and, and, and I didn't like a lot of that. I didn't like the... with the Smashing Pumpkins. I didn't like the songs that were the hits. I liked all the other songs on those albums.
2: Was that part of you? It wasn't, no, no, it wasn't. Was, a, like, did you go through a phase when you were like? I don't want. I
0: don't yeah. care about the
1: hits. When did this all start? When no, did you become I become a little contrarian. No,
0: no, I just feel like uh, um, I just. It was just weird. The songs that that spoke to me by by the Pumpkins were the songs that nobody else. Like my favorite Pumpkin song of all time is Mayonnaise.
2: Mm-hmm. I love. Okay. Oh, that's that actually. And drown. Actually, Mayonnaise may be my favorite Pumpkin song. Yeah. So, so. so
0: like those songs were just so much better than today, which I don't mind today. I think it's great, but the other song on that album that was like huge before today on Siamese Dream I forgot what it is. Uh, Rocket uh, was rock, the other. Song no, Rocket was great. great. That's number five. Uh, shoot, Chair Rock. No, Chair Rock's great too. It starts. That's what a great yeah. album this. St- mm-hmm. We should do best first songs on an album. That should be a top five. Okay. Um, on this podcast But anyway
1: Okay let's just reformat The whole podcast We'll just start over You guys We're gonna we have call a winning this- formula Where friends are begging To be on the show And fucking Paul wants to change it
0: I don't like it No All right, Songs
1: that start with Z Next week on the podcast also,
0: Well cause a lot of people Like Matt And our, our guests that We have coming up Get frustrated That it can only be five songs I'm like well, Why don't you just Find a, a theme like you did, Matt, and it's great. I, nah. I think it,
1: any any other songs that you're very excited for us to hear on I'm this mixtape? I anyway. didn't make the list, physical uh, piece of media that uh, you made for us,
2: "Handbags and Glad Rags" by Rod Stewart. Oh wow! Uh, which is a song that takes me back uh, to my uh, to my dad. Rod Stewart was
1: his favorite Aww. artist because
2: of that. Rod Stewart, the first uh, artist I ever saw live. Oh wow! Yeah. I
1: just I did not know that Downtown Train. Tom Waits uh, it was it Tom Waits song. I didn't know that, and I listened to Rob it. And St- I'm like, It's beautiful." I Seward love those cover. Yeah, Same thing with uh, First Cut it. Is the
2: Deepest." Was a Cat Stevens. Yes.
1: Song. Wow. Okay. So we got uh, we got that. I what else a, on there?
2: I have the new song from the Menzingers. I have
1: which one? In America. Uh, You're freaking. Me oh out. no. I have oh, Anna because that song that song came and just hit me like a freight train. Dude, both uh, of those new Menzinger songs uh, are stuck available on iTunes. Stations. So good. Oh. By the whole steady. Hey, oh. how uh, oh. do you feel about "Never Been to Chicago" by the the solo album by the No God Is God in Chicago. By, I, I'm not, I'm oh, right. you're gonna love it. It's oh, a great song. You're gonna love it. <laughs> He's gotten me I I, got me hooked on it. I because I got this Apple music, so I'm just like it's I'm a great listening song. to everything while I walk. And I'm surprised I never heard any of his so- solo stuff too. And I was like, oh, I love the whole steady I should hear his mm-hmm. solo stuff. And this God in Chicago song. And at first I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to listen again. And then I'm like, I fucking love this song.
0: Yeah. I didn't like it when you first introduced me to it.
1: It's so weird.
0: Marty, before we forget, what is the, uh, what was the cliffhanger that you Uh, made us? And,
1: Matt looked over it. Oh, at it shows it. up on the disc. It's on the disc. Hopefully, <laughs> it'll change my opinion. Super Chunk. I never got oh, into Super Chunk.
2: Yeah, they had some great bangers. What is what's crazy about Super Chunk is that I mean, they're they're in the lead singer is in his fifties now, and he has the voice of a teenager still. He uh, screams. The, the, like the song I have on is called uh, uh, "What a Time to Be Alive." Okay, and you would if you listen to that track, you'd be like, "Well, that's a." 18
1: year old kid singing. Yeah. And, uh, is it a better scream song than Super Drag? Sucked out the feeling.
2: <laughs> oh, did you man. put
0: on erasure on that?
1: No, I did not put on
2: uh, no.
0: The, no, no, no! The song uh, Erasure no, I by Superchunk. I put
2: on what? Uh, Not the band. <laughs> I put on "What a Time to Be Alive." Oh, okay. Uh, well,
0: that's the album. That's the name of the album. Yeah,
2: but right. it's also okay. the it's the lead. Gotcha. The lead song.
0: I, lo- I, I have that on my library.
2: Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of again a lot of like joyous songs. Yeah. I Again, it was me kind of reflecting about uh, uh, my time, like the time I have spent with both of you and, yeah. and how much I love comedy and what a part of my life that is, as well as like what a good place I'm in. Any so like,
1: Frank Turner on there?
2: Uh, Frank Turner didn't make it because I know you love him uh-huh. so much. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't want to...
1: You want to introduce
0: people to, I didn't, to yeah. music. I didn't know... That's a big part of making a mix.
2: Yeah. It's, it is it is a, a combination of like, these are songs you might not know, yeah. or these are probably songs I not know you love, which is where that mental sure. track. sure. And then as well as like, these are songs that kind of reflect... What police songs yeah. are on there? Uh, there's zero police <laughs> songs on there Paul, Paul, I don't know if you heard Not a good band um, We're not, uh, They're not a bad band Oh I was
1: going to snap that CD in half I was, in front so of ha- me. I was so happy when I heard those new Menzinger songs Oh, they're uh, so good They just, replaced, they just uh, released two on the new album mm-hmm. And it's always one of those Because I, I think they're just like the They had
2: released one last year too Two, two of my Toy absolute Soldiers. favorites That's yeah, great. Uh,
1: And they released uh, Oh, there's three now um, And it's just like there's well, They just released a new one But uh, when I heard that first one, Just America, You're Freaking Me Out, I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, they still got it. Because I'm always so scared that when a new album comes out, it's either going to be like, guess what? We're into a new, our lead singer's into a new genre of music or something like that. I'm always afraid, like, and I hate to say this because they're one of my favorite bands, but like, the Alkaline Trio took a detour, and I mean, it's just like, oh, guys, come on. I really want to get back to the—and I know they maybe want to grow as artists, and they don't want to play the same song over and over again, but— I also
2: think that, like, sometimes it's a lose-lose scenario, because if you make a very similar record, people yeah, are going to be know. like, well, why did, they just made the same record again. It's all like but then if you make Mitch a new Forks. record, it's like, well, why didn't they do the thing we love that they do? Yeah.
1: I know. I know.
0: Well, we're out of time, guys. Matt, I could
1: do it
2: forever.
0: Uh, I know. This is, this is our longest one I'm sticking one around to
2: look at the uh, Christmas what, episode. Where
0: where can uh, people find out more about uh, Matt you? Matt Druffles.
2: Oh, you can find me on Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram, at I Hate Matt Druffke. Uh, and your
0: new uh, your new blog. I have a new blog really with
2: uh, uh, Brendan Andreessen and Jack Baker and a bunch of other great writers called uh, Fancy Boys Club. You can it's find really
0: good. I've read oh. the I read the article you did on, on, on Shane Gillis last oh, night. Oh, thank too. you so
2: much. That's FancyBoysClub.com uh, And uh, if you're listening and you're in the Chicago suburbs, I have a show every Thursday in Aurora at Two Brothers Roundhouse uh, called Still Not Friday. Every Thursday at eight, it is a free show. Super uh, fun show. The two gentlemen here have been guests on it multiple times, and uh, they'll yeah. be coming back. Uh, very. Soon. I was just
0: there last month, uh, Marty. Where can people find your new number one album?
1: You can check out. Should we
0: have one of the seven people? Co- Why don't we have one of the seven people come in and do the plug hey, for you? Hey, so Brandon, you,
1: have- you want to come in here?
0: Have Brandon do it.
1: <laughs> hey What's up, guys? I'm Brandon. I keep Marty's uh, vape pens uh, <laughs> charged. Uh, yeah, uh, Marty's got an album called "Live from Parts Unknown." It's on iTunes, uh, it's on Spotify, and Google Play. So that's what's up. Thanks, Brandon. Look it's Thanks, a great, Brandon.
2: it's a great record. What I love is that it is, it is the perfect listening experience to what you are live. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, and
1: I, Thanks. I love that. One and of I the best hired, state of a, alive. And I hired a professional wrestling ring announcer so good. Uh, for the beginning. That's a great nice. intro track. Thank you.
0: I can't wait to listen to it. And uh, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. It's Make Us a a Mixtape. And uh, follow us on Twitter and all the other stuff that we have going on in our lives. I'm at, uh, oh, my YouTube page, uh, Paul F. Comedy. Just hit 1,000. Thanks.